You're listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. If you care about growing your skills and getting more new sales appointments, pipeline, and closed one deals, you came to the right place. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, iTunes, or Spreaker, and be sure to go back and listen to all the episodes for the best strategies, tips, and tactics out there on running a high-performance sales development program. And now, your host, founder, and CEO of TenBound at TenBound.com, David Delaney. CRM has been proven to limit sales reps' responsiveness, persistency, and cadence. It's a design flaw, and it's losing you deals. That is why today's sales leaders use sales engagement platforms like VanillaSoft. Check it out. Go to VanillaSoft.com and start your free trial. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am honored to be joined by my next guest, Mr. David Hensel with Task Drive. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me on, David. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I, you know, before the show, we were just chatting. David is calling in all the way from Turkey. I think this is the first guest that we've had from Turkey. So thanks for making the time today. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. So I want to dive in. We were talking about the listeners for the show. They're looking at sales development from a strategic perspective. And when we compiled the market map, we noticed that there's a tremendous number of uh, support centers around outsourcing and helping your sales development program in the outsourcing space. So David, how did you come up with Task Drive and how did you get into the outsourcing space? It's a long story, so but I'll, I'll compress it and make it short. I'm originally from Germany, as you can probably hear by my accent, and I moved to Los Angeles in 2009, where I co-founded a company called MaxCDN, a content delivery network. And we were a bootstrap CDN. We, I had some money from a previous business sale and my business partner as well. So we bootstrapped a CDN, and CDN is a very, you know, usually you need a lot of money to build a CDN and we had to compete with the big guys. So had to, we had to do something different, think outside of the box and figure out our marketing strategy differently. And very early on, actually, when, when Aaron Ross released his book, Predictable Revenue, we had, a, had an engagement with Aaron. And this is where we got the idea for the sales development piece. And having our sales rep in Los Angeles, you know, high paid sales reps doing the research, we thought this, this doesn't really make sense. And so my business partner, Samir, who also was a business partner at MaxCDN, got really obsessed with the whole sales development idea and left MaxCDN early. We sold MaxCDN two years ago, and he left, I think, two years before we sold and started Task Drive because he was so obsessed with this model. It is an obsession. And, and it seems like the challenge that folks you know, come up with when I'm talking with companies is how to integrate this model, a lot of companies have an in-house sales development team and they're doing, and like you said, they're very, very expensive. You know, it's highly paid, highly compensated, and they're doing a lot of the, the tasks. And, and how, how would you integrate that into an in-house team? So how we started with Task Drive, we focused on the lead research part. So like the, the predictable profits, uh, predictable revenue model is you have the SDR, you have the closer, and you have the account executive. And we introduced another element into this, which is the, the researcher. 
because yeah, we, we found that it's it's doable to outsource the research piece and just deliver high quality leads to the SDR. So the SDR can focus on more high value activities by figuring out good outbound campaigns and talking, engaging with, with prospects versus sitting in front of LinkedIn and browsing through prospects. This was the initial idea how we came up with this. And, you know, this was in 2009 when we started with this. And, you know, back then outreach worked much better than now because now everybody and their mom is doing it. The SDR thing became really, really big. And now you have to be, have really, you have to have a really good angle and have to have a, a personalized message to reach out to each individual prospect. And this is where we come in by, you know, doing the research properly and finding you these nuggets so you can reach out properly to your prospect. Okay. That, this is really interesting because I, I completely agree with the fact that you have to be much more personalized and it's slowing down the machine, right? Because people are spending so much time on LinkedIn and finding this information. And so what's an example of the type of information that the lead researcher could find that could help accelerate that process? One thing that works really well for us to find people who are potentially attending a conference. So some conferences give you lists of people who are attending, but there's other ways on how to find who's attending a conference. So we could, for example, scrape a a Facebook group, or we could go after a hashtag that people use, or just like people that, you know, share information on social media that they're attending. So we could pull these people together and then you have a very good targeted reason to reach out to somebody like, hey, are you attending XYZ conference? You know, you want to grab a coffee together. This is stuff that still works really, really well because people go there with the mindset of networking in the first place. And, you know, you you have a legit reason to reach out because you're attending as well. Yes. Okay. And then, you know, what I've noticed is there's trigger events that happen with people or at companies that may, may make them more inclined to accept a, an outbound message. And so does the lead researcher help to find specific trigger events? You gave the example of the conference, but what about uh, if they're using a certain type of software or they can oh, potentially, yeah, yeah. yeah, things like a- that, ab- right? Absolutely, ab- yeah. absolutely, yeah. Okay. But even things like if you if we find out information about them, like like the opener, it's always good when the opening email has something personal and you know congratulatory or you know kind of congratulating them for doing something awesome. So hey, I I watched this talk that you gave at X Y Z or I read this article that you wrote or I see you're going to speak at XYZ conference. You know, this is become makes it way more personalized and and it allows you to actually it's it's a completely separate topic, but it's like kind of playing the long game that you just provide value to the person that you're interacting with and not just, you know, asking for a fifty minute phone call in, in the first email because or LinkedIn connection because this just doesn't work anymore. Right. You're actually establishing some sort of relationship because you've done that that additional research. Yes, correct. Okay. And this is so interesting. I'm not sure I'm not sure 
if people can hear it, but are they doing the the evening prayers in the background? <laughs> Actually, yes. Okay. yes. They're, they're <laughs> I was wondering right if <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, cultural here, and and I I think that I could identify what that was. <laughs> that's excellent. Okay, so everyone, you know, if if that's your inclination, you can pause and take a moment here but uh, that's hilarious <laughs> no no it's not <laughs> you are you are actually in turkey right now which is so funny because it's you know you can run a business like this from anywhere really with the zoom and slack and high bandwidth connections it's amazing that you can do that isn't it yeah absolutely like back then with maxim we had multiple offices around the world but i was never that big of a fan of real remote working and having people work from home yeah but you know with the zoom and the good internet connections and video calls just you know it's it's like sitting next to each other it is actually have i have another business and i've never by now I've, i've met him but i never met the business partner before in person just on a bunch of video calls that's amazing. <laughs> that is, that's 2019 right there, people. I mean, yep. that's that's the direction. I worked with a company that was 100% remote. They had over 200 employees, and you know they they had never had a a headquarters. The headquarters was the founder's apartment <laughs> address in San Francisco. So it's amazing. Actually, we 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 also have a little over 100 people, and we also are remote. We have an office in Lviv in the Ukraine, and an office here in in Turkey in Bodrum. But the the office is just if the people that are in Ukraine, if they want to come to the office, they can come to the office. Or when we have like gatherings or so, or the, the Bodrum office here in Turkey is for executive retreats and planning sessions. But other than that, you know, people don't don't have to come. If people want to work from a co-working space, we pay for the co-working space. But if they want to work from home, that's totally cool too. That's amazing. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, because I, I, I work from home myself quite a bit. And I like having WeWork as an option, you know, just to go out and be able to see people and, you know, meet <laughs> with clients and things like that. I'm actually in the WeWork on 2nd Street today in San Francisco. And it's really cool because I can see people walking by, you know, it's not quite as isolating <laughs> as it could be. <laughs> but that's great. So you've really gone to that approach. Now, I want to I want to ask on taking the lead research information that your team can gather and then operationalizing it for the in-house sales development team how do they how do they deliver that information is it just in a google doc or do they send a spreadsheet every day how does it, it, it really de- yeah so sorry for interrupting you sure. it really depends on the customer a lot of customers want just a google spreadsheet formatted in, in a certain way for others we upload it into the outreach software or into their salesforce it really depends what the customer wants. We're very flexible with this. Okay. Okay. And so theoretically, the, the SDR could come in and they've got their whole day's worth of research done. And then they simply, you know, have to interact with the, with the people that respond or make the calls to connect with them live. Correct. So we have two offerings right now. One is only the lead research piece where you get a full-time lead researcher 40 hours a week and you get a a project manager who's your point of contact in case you have multiple uh, researchers and this person is managing them. And you have a QA team that makes sure that, you know, second pair of eyes that we deliver high quality. That's the first offering. The second offering is that we also do the outreach for you, but only outreach in terms of LinkedIn touches, LinkedIn likes, and email trip campaigns. And I still think an omni-channel outreach makes the most sense. So with some companies, we... 
you know, we figure out the cadence that, you know, on which days we do which interaction and then they do phone calls or send physical objects to offices, et cetera, you know, like gifts or whatever. And yeah, we can orchestrate this with them so we can take over all the legwork. That's kind of like the, you know, the mission that we have to give sales team superpowers by taking care of all the legwork, letting them focus on high value activity. Nice. And I, I love how I, you know, in, in exploring Task Drive, the pricing and everything is, it's very transparent. I mean, you could literally like go on there with a Stripe. There's a Stripe account to put your credit card in and get started like immediately versus having to go through all kinds of, uh, you know, demos and everything and get this huge proposal. I mean, I, I could go on and click a button and go. Yeah. Yeah, this was initially uh, we what we did with Max CDN, my previous business, we took the CDN sales process and, and simplified it. So it was just like, you know, go here, click a button, tap in your credit card, and you can you have access to a CDN and your site or applications on the CDN in a few minutes. And I want to take the same approach to the SDR world where it's not like long demo, you know, long back and forth. We push you into an annual contract or whatever, you know, it should be as frictionless as possible. So we made it, you know, it's, it's weekly payments. And it's also a two week money back guarantee. So there's like no friction for, you know, somebody to sign up and try it out. And this was, you know, a way for me to, you know, remove a lot of the sales plan back and forth and just be, be more efficient. I love it. I love it. And then what's the, like, after I press this button, you know, say, for example, the, the sales development rep, what happens after that? It's a start now. What's the process mm -hmm. of getting all the information and getting going? So on? we ask you a few questions. You fill out an, another form that asks for your ICP and kind of how you want to use us. And then you jump on a call with the, with the project manager that's assigned to you. And you, you talk things through. And then you, we do the research and find you the first 20 leads. And then you give us feedback on these leads to see if, you know, these are good fit, these are not a good fit because of X, Y, Z, because sometimes it's hard to explain it. It's, it's in your mind. You you know what your ICP is, but sometimes it's not that easy to communicate it. And once we have this figured out, then we deliver the leads twice a week. And we, with most of our customers, you just mentioned Slack. We work on Slack, so the project manager is connected with the customer. They have a shared Slack channel. And so to make communication very frictionless. You know, also a lot of our customers just, they give us a workflow. For example, they just drop in a, they come across a company that could be a good fit. Then they just drop in the URL into the channel and then the, the SDR and I was like, okay, I have to find the CMO, the CRO and whoever else. Connect with them on LinkedIn and send them these messages. You know, so it's amazing. Yeah. Are you in sales, but you're not using a sales engagement tool? then you're probably losing out on revenue because you are not engaging with prospects at the right time, with the right cadence, and with enough persistency. You need VanillaSoft. Start your free trial today. Go to VanillaSoft.com. And this team is distributed throughout the world, or is it is it uh, primarily in the Ukraine? Or? It's project managers and QA team is in the, Q in the Ukraine. And the bulk of the lead researchers and SDRs are currently in the Philippines. And we started hiring in South America to, you know, for time zone reasons and for the Spanish market. Got it. Spanish speaking okay. market. That is amazing. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting because when we, we put together the sales development market map, and one of the biggest sections is the outsourced 
programs, but the, there's so, so many different subtleties in how the different companies work. And I think this is the first one that I've seen that, that has this very transparent pricing model and one click and boom, you just go, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. So you brought that in from your, from your past businesses, it seems. Yeah, it worked really well for MaxIDN, and so, yeah. you know. And can I just, just for the, everybody on the call, what, what does CDN stand for? Oh, C- CDN stands for, I'm sorry. You know, it's okay. So used to it. It stands for Content Delivery Network. It's something like web hosting, but it's um, distributed hosting. So you have, we, we had, our CDN has servers around the world, and they take the physical assets of your website and put them on different servers in different countries and when a visitor from let's say from germany is visiting your website that's usually hosted on a server in los angeles it would be rather slow because the bits and bytes have to travel around the world and when they use a cdn then they would get the content from the frankfurt location or the amsterdam location basically bringing the content closer to the user Got it. Okay. And and so you you brought a similar type of business design to the CDN market, which wasn't used to that as well. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Got and it. this was this really, really blew up very fast. Yeah. The market was really waiting for this, you know, before you had to had a long sales cycle and CDN was five hundred dollars a month minimum and you had to go to annual contract and most startups could not afford this. You know, it was just like ludicrous for them. But so yeah, we just made it on a pay-as-you-go model, and yeah, was was the right thing to do for for this market back then. It worked out really well. I love this, David. You're making everything seem so easy. You know, I think it's your <laughs> your, your tone of voice is. Uh, it must be the yoga, right? You were saying yeah. that you do. <laughs> it's the, the meditating frog that's sitting behind me. On my, my I, love <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it it sounds easy, folks, but you know, it's it's a lot of work to be an entrepreneur and to figure all this stuff out and make it work. So, how long have you been doing Task Drive? So Task Drive, Samir, my business partner, who, as I mentioned before, who was yeah. our head of sales at MaxCDN, he started Task Drive, I'd say, four or five years ago. And I, after the sale of MaxCDN, you know, we, we moved to Turkey. My wife wanted to go back to Germany. So our family is close. My, my daughter or our daughter is closer to a family in Germany. But I couldn't be in German weather after be, being in Southern California for so long. So we ended up here in Turkey. And I thought I'll just chill out and kind of like, you know, semi-retire here for a while. But I got really, really bored. And Samir wanted to get into the stock market and only play in the stock market. And he wanted to basically sell the business. And he asked me if I want to take it over. And I was looking for something to do. And he wanted to just play in the stock market. So it was, it was a good, nice. good match. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. There's like this whole world out there that I, I'm not familiar with at all. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just just crushing it and and making it happen. So I love it. I love it. So what's what's next? What are your plans for the company? And you know what what would you like to do with with Task Drive as you move forward? So moving forward, I just want to you know improve our processes, get better at what we're doing, find new tools, how we can just work faster and provide better service. And something that we're working on right now is a Slack integration. So you can manage the complete process of, of Task Drive, you know, ordering things, updating your ICP and all the, you know, the back and forth that you do with us uh, using a Slack bot. So to make it even more frictionless, to bring more automation to the, the stuff that we're already doing. 
That's amazing. I mean, I think that that's, I'm sure that this is something that you think about, but it's the kind of the wave of the future is automating things more and more that are currently, you know, they have to be handled by a human being. There's a big debate happening. It's mostly online between people that think the robots will just take over sales development and there's not going to be any more SDRs. And you know, I, I think that we're a long way away from that p- period, but I think more and more anything that can be automated will be automated, it seems. Yeah, I think, you know, this is kind of happening everywhere. I'm not sure where we're, this will head. I think in, I think people still like talking to, to other people. So I think it's the, the sales development piece is, is, is here to stay for, for, for a while. I have another business called LTV Plus we provide dedicated live chat agents for mainly for e-commerce stores and you know there's also the chatbots etc but like everything it's it's not really there yet and you don't really want to you know misrepresent your company by you know having a chatbot or an automated message say something stupid so i think it's going to take a while until (laughs) this is really happening it's so true i mean it's funny because i think we've all had bad experiences or weird experiences dealing with bots and you do, you know it it does it frustrates customers and prospects to have to deal with them when you just if you just had a human being they could figure it out in a second versus going back and forth with a bot so you know i if you look at if you look at your process of how you're using you know the human beings to do sales development are there things that you look at and say ah, you know we're almost at the point where we could replace some aspects of their job with more automation. We're always looking for for ways to make them more efficient, to basically use yes. more tools to just provide better output for our customers. But I don't see that we will be have less work for them. Yeah. I mean, one thing for smaller clients, we, we sometimes have this problem that we just generate too many leads for a small organization where we just do the research, and then the customer churns. You know, but 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 that's fine. So that's you know kind of. Not that ideal, but yeah, and I just want to make them more more effective. And also, like our my personal mission is also why I went into a people business because I want to provide people a good job where they can learn and they can grow. And so I'm I'm not necessarily in this to just make a bottle of money from this. It's it's also the you know social aspect and the enjoy working with 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 people. And um, I'm big on building good com like culture in the company so it's it's a high priority for me to you know treat people well and have a give everybody a good experience customer and you know, kind of people first is our first core value in the business so that we treat our employees and our customers and vendors etc every, everybody really well got it okay so that's interesting you're you're you want to build efficiency in the business as much as possible but but you know not necessarily figure out how to replace everybody with a robot because it's a people first business to develop the people, give them an opportunity they may not have and build a great culture at the company. Yeah, that's that's really interesting and it's 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 interesting also because I think on the flip side if you're if you have a team doing specific 
research to build leads and then supplying that to an in-house SDR team, they're going to be happier as well because they don't have to spend as much time not necessarily interacting with customers, but doing all that research. So it's kind of a win-win situation. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's also, you know, one, one big problem that companies have with the SDRs in general is that SDRs usually come in as a junior position and then they want to grow to become uh, an account executive or closer or whatever you want to call it. So they're in this game only for, for one or two years. And by the model, with the model that we have, you know, we, we find people who are happy to do this job because they get, they get a really good salary for, for where they are. So that they're happy to do this job a little longer. And so we can have trained people doing this for a longer time versus somebody, you know, always having the issue with recruiting, re- recruiting, recruiting, training, et cetera. And then, you know, we kind of take this, this also a big time factor for companies that we can take away from them, that we have this hiring process, recruiting process and training process that we just give them people that are already educated on, on how this works so they can hit the ground running. That's great. And, and, you know, it does, it takes a few years to really build up the skill and become efficient. And if everyone's, you know, only there for one year and then they leave or they get promoted, it's just like reinventing the wheel. So you've been able to, to get ahead of that. Let me ask you with the, with the sales development rep option, are they actually setting appointments for the internal sales team at the clients or are they delivering interest they start conversations and then once this conversation is started then it, it's being handed over to to somebody at, at, at the customer got it okay okay yeah because that that becomes really tricky with trying to manage everyone's calendars and things like that but it, you just start the handshake and then uh, hand it over and they can take it from there yeah often we also act as the customer when, so the SDR doesn't appear with their name, but we reach out for somebody at the, the customer's company. You know, so for example, if your email is David at, then we could do D dot your last name at, right? And then we, we own this account and we just alert you once some interest is in this account. Mm, got it. Okay. So it's pretty seamless there. It's just, you know, they do the handoff and done. They take it from yep, there. Correct. Got it. So, David, I also wanted to ask you about Cool Tool Friday, something that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, so Cool Tool Friday is something that we do every Friday. And we either an SDR or researcher, they pick a tool that we haven't reviewed yet and that we're not using. And they basically get an account with this tool and they review it and give the entire team a presentation on this tool. So it's you know quite some pressure to actually deliver a really good review because there's a lot of people watching live. And then we just discussed this tool on, on how we could use it and how we could, you know, make us more efficient or, you know, and this is something that has been really, really impactful for us to find new cool tools and, and get ideas on how to do a job better. That's amazing. Well, this is so interesting. I love the way that you have this set up, David. And, you know, I, I think that you've got another winner on your hands here. So <laughs> I look forward to, to tracking what you do. And I know you're in Turkey, so you can't make it, but we have the sales development conference coming up in August. So um, if you're looking for a vacation in San Francisco, we'd sure love to get you out here and tell everybody. I'm, I'm already it. negotiating with my wife right now. She, uh. she won. <laughs> so I've been traveling like a crazy person the mm. first part of this year. I was only home for two weeks a oh month. My. And so, 
yeah, I I promise not to travel that much, but I'm, I'm still working on it. So <laughs> okay. maybe I'll come by. <laughs> well, get her out here and bring your, your whole family and make a weekend out of it. David, thank you uh, so I, much for... <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I tried that, but school starts for my daughter. Oh, so it's like a whole, 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 whole different story, but, but yeah, yep. I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> Well, good. Well, thanks for coming on the show and really excited to track your progress here and, you know, appreciate you sharing this uh, knowledge with our audience here at the Sales Development Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. It was fun being on the show. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.